At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Secure our territory. Secure our turf. Because it's all our turf. Elite Kenny in the Bucks, listen. This that undisputed, yeah, we're here to shock the system. This a war zone going down on Wednesday nights. This a fight, this is NXT vs. Dynamite. Weekly battles, rating shattered, this a revolution. This is change to what the game is used to doing. This is all about that dark and light contrast. Welcome to the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. I'm joined here with G-Rock. Just want to thank everybody for subscribing to the podcast and leaving us a five-star review. Thank you for following us on Instagram and YouTube at Fight for Wednesday Night. Welcome. If you guys watched Revolution, then I don't need to tell you how great it is. But I will anyway. What a fucking amazing show. What an amazing pay-per-view from start to finish. Uh, I just feel like it just flowed very well. It was action-packed. I feel like the the finishes were somewhat predictable. We we predicted it. We predicted it a little bit, mm-hmm. but still, nonetheless, I thought it gave us everything. We get growing stars. We get a new champion. We get stories still continued. I mean, I don't know what to say. This was just by far, like, it surpassed everything that I thought it was going to be. I knew this was going to be great, but I didn't think it was going to be this good. Yeah, to be honest, I was blown away from this show. And I know I always say I totally agree, but I totally agree. This was amazing from the buy-in all the way down to the main event. There was not one point of this show where I felt like this was, oh, the letdown or a piss break or this is just, uh, everything on this show was fun. It was great quality. Like you said, storyline development, storylines coming to an end. And I am just so excited for AEW right now because 
you have this constant build where every episode of Dynamite has been great, 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 and then this was a culmination of weeks of amazing television, and this this whole pay per view just was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, I think you hit it right in the head. Honestly, you said that it's been a build up, a culmination, right, of weeks. And honestly, I think if if we didn't get that culmination, then this pay per view might not have been as special. And that's what's so great with every one of AEW's pay per views. It's not a monthly thing, so we're getting these long, slow builds that are still very entertaining, and then we it comes to a head at the pay-per-view, and it's mm-hmm. just like the fireworks. Yeah, I totally agree. When we have three to four pay-per-views a year, and you have that slow build, these matches are must-watch matches. It's not just, oh, this is a match that you've been building for for three weeks, and oh, this should be a good match. No, these are must-watch matches because everything that you've been watching for like the last three months meant, well, everything you've been watching for the last three months built up to what we've seen. Yeah, and it's it's a little funny thinking that it's been three months. Because to me, personally, it hasn't even felt like three months because of how invested I am on week to week. Exactly. So they do an amazing job week to week, keeping me invested, keeping the storylines growing. And then, like I said, you know, at the pay-per-view, it just balls to the wall. Just go, 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 go. And it's just, it's phenomenal. Uh, Kudos to them on putting this pay-per-view together. Kudos to them on the stories. Uh... One thing I, w- I wanted to, I just wanted to jump right into and talk about is that elite match with the Bucks versus Hangman and uh, Omega. Like, holy fucking shit. What a match. I, Man. I, Look, say I it. know I say it every freaking it. week. And it was not even a week until I said it again because it was just on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday's podcast, I said Kenny Omega versus Pac was the match of the year. Before that, I said the the cage match was the match of the year. Before that, I said that E-Man Tag was the match of the year. But Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks at AEW Revolution was the match of the year. This blew away everything that came before it. And to be honest, I don't see a match topping this. So this might be the last time I say it. But everything about this match was phenomenal. From the in-ring action to the stories that was being told in the ring. The story that built up to this match. And the little nuances in there that really showed how much in-ring psychology these four men actually have. So screw everyone who says the Young Bucks and the Elite killed the business and they're just a spot fest. When you watch this match, you see in-ring psychology. You know what, Daniel? You hit that right on the head. I've been critical of the Bucks in the past. They do set up their spots. Uh, you know, sometimes I feel like it gets the better of their matches, but this was not the case. This match was special because of everything you just mentioned, because of the fact that it told a story while still giving us a great fucking match that was mm-hmm. exciting, that was just cultivating. I I couldn't take my eyes off of it because I didn't know if I was going to miss something. So to me, that just speaks volumes. And I, you know what? It's weird because we do say week to week that you know, this match is the best, this match is the best. But yes, this this match right now, I think by far, it, it tops everything. And, and that's saying a lot because those other matches that you mentioned, the cage match, uh, um, that, that Iron Man match, and, and shit. Even a couple of weeks ago when we had that... Uh, the eight-man tag. The eight-man tag yeah. was special. And I think it just says something when each week they can top it. With each pay-per-view that they top it. So to me, in my eyes... It, it shows that AEW is pointing in the right direction. They're pointing up. So, as a fan, it gets me excited. Like, now I am just super excited for Wednesday. Like, usually I'm excited, but now I'm, like, really fucking excited. Because I'm thinking, I already got something great. I can't even ask for anything more. And every week you keep getting better. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, every week, I don't know how you could get better. But they find a way to do it. Now... This is going to sound really stupid. I know if you're not an AEW fan, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But say you weren't. Say this is somebody who's just accidentally pressed play. Casually download it. by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And listen to the last four episodes, right? You, you wanted they, to download the Fight for Thursday night podcast and but you he, ended up on Wednesday. Like, damn it. Oh, Wednesday. <laughs> you know, days become a blur sometimes for some people. But, yeah. And if they hear it, they're probably going to be like, alright, come on. Every week it's the match of the year. But... Honest to God, if you watch these shows, it's hard to not think that they're topping themselves every single outing. Now, that is something that's amazing. It's like, no matter how good they get, they find a way to top it the next show. 
And they just had a match a couple nights ago that I thought was one of the best matches I ever seen. And you top it literally a couple nights later. Like, that is insane to me because it's not like you have all this time like, wow, that was way better than that match from like two years ago. No, it was literally better than the match that I thought was the match of the year a couple nights ago where it's still fresh in my head. You know what I mean? That's insane. Yeah, you know what? One thing I wanted to say is that I give a lot of kudos to to Kenny Omega. Yeah. You know, when he was coming out, you, you know, you were you were talking about how he's the best in the world and whatnot. And at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. I don't know. I, I myself have never brought into that. I never claimed that he was the best. I always said that he was up there in the top echelon and, and you know, maybe... Top five, you know, maybe if you want to go top three. But tonight really showed me something special about him. And, and it's starting to make me believe in, in in that hype and calling him the best because of the match he just put on with Pac. And that was a, a crazy match, you know, what his body went through. And never mind, he has this match tonight? I mean, that was just fucking insane. I, I yeah. And on top of that, I think it showed the two different sides of Kenny Omega because he had a hard-hitting, strong-style match on uh, Wednesday against Pac. And then this match, it was strong-style and hard-hitting, but it was more of his storytelling in the ring. So he showed that he's a complete wrestler where he could have a great match when it's just straight action and he could have a great match when it's depending on storytelling. Yeah, you know, and it's a little surprising because here's a guy that that never set foot in, in WWE and most of these storytelling wrestlers they usually come from the wwe brand uh and he he didn't so i i think that's you know hats off to him uh for kind of being yeah i'm sorry was that none of these guys had and they all told the master yeah yeah you know what you know speaking of that yeah none of them have so i just i just find that very interesting but uh yeah i mean everything you could want in this match kind of like happened you know there's a lot of false counts but I wasn't mad at it. Like, it added to the suspense. Sometimes it could get a little too much, mm-hmm. but not with this match. I, I really didn't I didn't feel like that. But one thing I thought was interesting is that we had all these discussions about what possibly can happen, right? Uh, does, does Hangman officially, you know, turn on them and, you know, officially kind of break away? Does Omega make a swerve and does he break away and join a, a Hangman? And sort of turn on the bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all these ideas of what could possibly happen. And none of it happened. But. but yeah. <laughs> there's but, a big but. Yeah, the one thing that I did love was the little subtle teases. Now, you have to know, like, the history of the Elite to know the teases. So, after the match, when Hangman has his back turned, Kenny Omega's with the Bucks, And they all are looking for Hangman to like join them but they're all on the side looking like they're about to hit the triple elite super kick that they used to hit in japan 
The same triple elite super kick that they hit AJ Styles with that to was, kick him that out. That was the same of, vibe I was getting. Exactly. The stance was was a little and too side. Not only side that, but it was just the side story. eye looking at him. Exactly. If you remember the story, they kicked AJ Styles out of the Bullet Club by hitting that triple super kick. I just and wanna, I thought it was going to be we're kicking Hangman out of the elite by I, hitting that triple. I, super I, kick. I don't want to cut you off there, Danero, but I do want to mention that prior to the show in the the countdown, they did show that picture. Exactly. When they turned on on AJ. But it doesn't just stop there because they don't hit it. It was just a little tease. And then when they all leave the ring and Kenny's still in the ring and Paige is on the outside, he grabs the ropes like he usually grips it for the buckshot lariat. And he looks like he's about to hit that buckshot lariat until Kenny turns around and then he doesn't. So it was a subtle tease that the elite's going to kick out Hangman. And then the little subtle tease of Hangman's about to attack Kenny. But nothing happened. And and I honestly I, I love that, I love that. Like I, I was expecting something grand and 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 shocking, and I didn't get that. But I feel like I got a phenomenal match, and it still still catches my interest on what's going to happen because I still believe that something big is going to happen, and they just keep dragging it out. And I think this is something that we're going to see for a, a long while. Like I, and I love those. I love those feuds that are that are stretched out and long. But keeps me invested. You know, we were complaining um, about NXT and, and about Keith Lee and Dijakovic and them saying, you know, fight forever. And we were saying about how, yeah, they do put on great matches. You see, with that, it doesn't add a new layer. This is constantly adding something a little bit different. And you're like waiting for it. Like you, you feel like you know what's about to happen and it's just not happening. Yeah. And then that makes me think like this this can't possibly happen. It can't be that obvious. Mm-hmm. Right? So you try to out art like... I'll think yourself and think, okay, well, maybe it's Omega that turns. You know, maybe the Bucks turn on them. Maybe. So you have all these ideas. And I thought we were going to get our answer tonight, but they did it in such a way where I think maybe Wednesday, maybe the next Wednesday. You understand? Like, it yeah. keeps me hanging on. You know, it's like a bad fucking relationship. I just can't get out of it. Yeah. And here's the thing we went into this match thinking we we're going to get answers, but we actually leave with more questions. Questions, yeah. And it's not something where it's like, Really? No, it's more questions that I'm excited to still wait for the answer. Now, when it comes to storylines like this, I have all the patience in the world. Continue building that story because right now it's reaching the crescendo. And I thought tonight was the blow off, but word. it's really thank you very much. Don't ask me how to spell it though. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Too late that, for that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that tonight we're going to see the blow off of this feud, but it looks like it's just going to continue building. I am so excited to see where this goes. Yeah, so am I. So am I. And and I think exciting is the key word for this show because it Definitely. was it was just action packed, super exciting. You know, Sammy G and Darby Allen, that was just oh my god, craziness. I I mean, they didn't get much time, but it like they just filled it with so much action and so much just aggression and it, mm-hmm. it was just wild. Yeah, it was a short sprint, but yes. it really like they did the job that they had to do. Now, I want to talk about a certain orange wrestler, <laughs> MJF. And his yes, and that fucking copper tan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, buddy. I know it's your big moment, but you overdid it. <laughs> let's talk about MJF and Cody because let's talk. You want to talk about emotional roller coasters? Cody Rhodes is the king of the emotional roller coaster match in AEW. And this was just another one of them. And I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I think that you had MJF playing his role perfectly of like the chicken heel, having to hide behind uh, Wardlow, having to run into the crowd and get away from Cody, and Cody playing the guy who's finally going to get his retribution and still comes up short. You know what? This is this is the moment where I think me and you should take our our, our time to pat ourselves on the back because we called this one. I want I want them to hear it. Alright, yours was a little more slow and dramatic. Anyway, moving <laughs> moving forward. You you did the chompa, I did the gargano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did the Orange Cassidy version. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is exactly the way we predicted it. Um, and this was what was best. You know, mm-hmm. I love Cody. You know, I'm invested in everything he's doing. And he's just magic with it. But I thought that the best way to continue to have him get the sympathy factor. Is for him to lose. Yeah. To continue to build MJF as his top heel, you have to have him win. Now, I love the way they went about it because MJF didn't didn't win 
uh, fair and square. He had the cheat, which, which is great. Great, yeah. That that's what I would want. Because you know, there's no way you could tell me that you know he's gonna he's gonna lose clean to Cody. Mm-hmm. I I just I wouldn't be okay with that. But with the finish that we got, I thought it was great. And you know what? While watching that match, I saw so many shades of Ric Flair. This guy is like the modern day Ric Flair. You can fight me on that. I'm telling you, he is the modern day Ric Flair. And Love now, him or hate him, he's doing his job. And now he has the robe and the strut. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. funny for a guy that's so young. I I I gotta imagine that that's one of his idols. You know, mm-hmm. he even did the uh, the mocking uh, walk tonight looked, in the it ring. Looked, it looked more Jeff Jarrett, but yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't so clear cut. But you know, when he was begging Cody for mercy and apologizing, mm-hmm. like that's so Ric Flair. Yeah. That's out of Ric Flair's playbook. Playing that cat and mouse game, you know, rolling out, getting him to you know, working working Cody all up. That's a Ric Flair move, you know what I mean? And it's 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 so refreshing to see because he's so young that it's it's different, you know? Yeah. It's not what you see today. It's very different. Also, something that's very different is Cody didn't get color in this match. It was yeah. <laughs> it was actually MJF that got color in this that's match. Right. But no, something I really want to say was the right guy went over, like we said, like we predicted the other day. Now, we were watching it with some family members who don't usually watch AEW on a regular and were unaware of MJF. So they were saying they were going for Cody. And then I explained, like, would you rather have a guy that's a superstar versus a guy that you don't know? Or would you rather a guy who's a superstar going against another guy who's a superstar? Now, I feel like MJF becomes a superstar by beating a superstar like Cody Rhodes. MJF is an amazing heel, but he doesn't have that major victory under his belt. Now he does. Now he has more stock in his character. Now he could be in the title picture, number one contender. Even if they go forth with him being the number one contender, it makes sense because he beats someone like Cody Rhodes. If Cody would have won, what does that mean for MJF? All that buildup just for him to go back to the bottom when he was even ever even at the top? Now, I think what you just said is the dividing line between, between WWE and AEW. Because we were talking during the pay-per-view about Hangman Page, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the pop that he gets. He is clearly over as fuck. As he's well-deserved. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Hangman Page fan. I know you are. The crowd is. But that was by design. Mm-hmm. That was by design. Omega, he already made his stance. The Young Bucks are already known as one of the greatest tag teams in the world. Cody is Cody fucking Rhodes. He's the ringleader. Who's the only one that hasn't really made their stamp? Hangman Page. And since the beginning, what have they been doing? Building Hangman Page. Building Hangman Page. What are they doing with MJF? Building MJF. What did WWE just do with The Fiend? Cut him down at his knees. Cut him down at the fucking knees. Mm-hmm. Because there's no trust. Yeah. Like, this just, this just absolutely like baffles me. This just baffles me. AEW is basically Bizarro World, where, if you compare it to WWE, where WWE doesn't trust their wrestlers to even grab the mic and talk from their, like, shoot from the hip, yeah. right? Where AEW lets them do their own promos, unscripted. AEW builds their stars and actually pushes them. WWE builds up stars just to bring them right back down. Like, it's like a humbling thing. Like, uh, don't get too big because we have to bring you right back down. Where AEW wants you to get as big as you can get. Now, you just mentioned Hangman Page. And we were talking about MJF. Like, I really could see a day where the main event for our pay-per-view for the world title is MJF and Hangman Page. Now, I would have said maybe last year, watching Double or Nothing, when AEW first started, oh, I could see a day in, like, Two, three years. He's a, right now, I could see a day in like less than a year where these two guys are wrestling for the world title and it makes sense. If you hear that crowd reaction, they thoroughly hate MJF. They thoroughly love Hangman Page. They thoroughly love Darby Allen. They thoroughly love Sammy Guevara. They thoroughly love Orange Cassidy. The young crop of talent that they have that they're building up to become superstars, it didn't take much time. Less than a year in, less than... Five months on TV, these guys are superstars. It's it's very clear to me that that's their main focus. They once they once they see talent or once they understand the reaction from the crowd, 
of who's their favorite, so who's the crowd favorite, they already start working around that and start working to build that. It's not about, well, that's not the guy I picked. It's about the guy that, the that's, picked. That's Vince's way. Mm-hmm. That's not my guy. Even though you're fucking paying him a check, that's not your guy though, right? It's the guy that you... Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. have in mind i remember saying this i believe on maybe episode two or three of our podcast i said the wwe they all work to please one person aw works to please the fans now that's the major difference between wwe and aw and like you said the moment that they hear someone's getting over that's the moment that they want to put the rocket ship on that person whether it's somebody who had their first match tonight but been over like Orange Cassidy or somebody who had a, a slow build but becoming a superstar like Darby Allen, you're going to know that the company is behind you because you reached out and you got that fan to react to you. Yeah, you know what? And, and mentioning about Orange Cassidy, this was very obvious that this was kind of thrown together last minute. It was like, we have to get this guy on the pay-per-view. Yeah. We have to. Anybody could have had that spot. That was supposed to be sort of the, the, the tone down, you know, we just got off the Cody and MJF match, then we get Pac and, and, and Orange Cassidy, but it had to be Orange Cassidy because of the, the reaction, because of the love, because of the merchandise that mm-hmm. he's selling. But at the same time, I mean, once they recognized that they had something, they had a, a, a star here, even though he didn't have a match. They've been putting them in segments every week, yeah. building and building and building until the point where it's just like, we have to do something with this guy. They could have easily had a Pac squash match. You could have put yes. Pac versus Sunny Kiss or Pac versus like Jimmy Havoc and no disrespect to them. Sean Spears. Yeah. I, you know, where's, where's he been? He could have been thrown in there. But one thing I love about AEW is you're being rewarded for your reactions. You get rewarded for getting the crowd like... To cheer for you. And it's almost instant. It's yeah. almost instant. Like, I'm sorry to... I don't want to keep the comparisons with WWE. Because it's two different worlds here. It but is. like, it's like, Rusev gets over with Rusev Day, but that's not what the WWE wanted. So it's like, let's stop that here. People get over, they 
get over organically and it's like oh no this is not what was supposed to happen whether you're over or not it, it wasn't stop in the here. plans exactly where AEW seems like there is no plan and as weird as that sounds like a good thing it is a good thing because it's or it's organic where no matter what happens we're just going to throw things out there and what works we're going to run with and what doesn't work we're not going to do again no is the I, I disagree with the with the sentence that they don't have a plan it's clear cut that they do have a plan but it shows me that they're they're willing to adjust when there's a breakout star or when the pop is just too loud to ignore and i felt yeah. like that's what happened with Cassidy and 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 Pack tonight it it wasn't in the plans but it was like okay we got to do something we have to reward mm-hmm. our superstar and superstars, because you know Pack is phenomenal, and he just put on that great Iron Man match. Yeah, but I honestly think that this was more of a reward for Orange Cassidy, without a doubt. And Orange Cassidy tried. <laughs> yeah, he actually did. There was moments where he tried, and it was phenomenal. And you know, I was a little concerned that I wasn't sure how how long this gimmick can last, if there was longevity in Orange Cassidy. And honestly, after watching the the match with Pac tonight. I do believe in it. I do believe that there is potential longevity with the character and with him as a wrestler because he showed me that he is very talented. I mean, I've known that. I've seen, you know, I've seen the moments, you know, the things he does in his pockets. Like, it's all fun in games, but it's actually really talented yeah, you, to be able to move like that. You go try doing that. Exactly. I'm going to trip and fall over my, my, my shoelaces. How do you call it? I just feel like this can actually work. This 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 up and down tone of, of wrestling that he has going. Yeah. It's great. He manages to work the, the, the comedic angle while still being an entertaining wrestler. So I I, I, I am I am fully brought in on, on Orange Cassidy. Me too, hundred percent Orange Cassidy is a star. Now let's talk about that main event. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho, AEW World Title match. Now we've been building to this match for a long time. And I was scared that, hey, are you really going to build for like eight weeks before the pay-per-view? And you know what? They did it. It was a success. And this match was a success. Because from the entrances all the way through, this had big fight world title match feel. Both entr- both entrances were amazing. John Moxley coming from all the way from outside yeah. the venue all the way in and like having the full ca- like follow into the ring- arena. Nice touch. And then Chris Jericho's entrance with the choir singing his song before he made the entrance was phenomenal. Now, for people who don't know, that fan, I mean, the person who was singing the song was a fan who actually recorded herself singing Judas and sent it to Jericho. Jericho reposted it on his page. That's the same female who was singing tonight with the cor- with the choir. That was a really nice touch. It shows that Jericho is willing to give back to the fans that give to him. Now, I love big match entrances like that, including Cody's, like, his, uh, down state, or what was it? Down straight, or state. state. I think it is. Yeah, them performing his, uh, theme song as he came out, that gives it, like, a big show feel. We only see that for WWE. We don't really see that in other shows, and when they do in other promotions, it doesn't look as big as this. So, this whole show felt very special because of these performances. Now, let's get into the match. Well, you know, real quick, uh, before we do jump into the match... You, you talk about all the extras, right? The the singing, the, the choir. And I also want to throw out those those wristbands as well, which was yes. obviously programmed. Because uh, during the matches, they were not going off. Uh, prior to the matches and, and during the entrances, they, they were. And it was also color responsive because when they were singing the national anthem, most people's were blue, white, red. I said it backwards there. Red, white, blue. <laughs> um... And it just added something. It added a, a, a different feel, a, a, like the optics of that. You brought up how back in the day you would get the, the light bulb flashes, right? Yeah. When, when we were old school and used to have our, our cameras. Big moments, um, you would just see. And for the young kids, you know, cameras were not a part of phones. Yeah. So you had to bring a camera and it had major flash. And so you would see these light bulb flashes going off. And it sort of felt like that. It was reminiscent of that, you know, uh, especially I think at the main event when Moxie came out, I believe it was like yellow lights flashing and. It was it was very re- reminiscent of of that time period, and I just thought that was something innovative, something that was very different, and I, I like that. You know, I, I I do believe that 
it's another way of connecting with the fans. And that's the thing with AEW. It, it's a very fan-friendly wrestling promotion. So mm-hmm. how could you not love that? Yeah, if you don't love it, then you don't love wrestling. Uh, that, that's my opinion. But anyway, getting getting on yeah. to, the, to this match. I mean, I, I feel like this, this match kind of happened the way I would think it, it would. That Inner Circle would be involved. Um, again, this was another situation where I thought something bigger might happen. Uh, I didn't think that Mox was going to win. I, I thought that the odds were, were just stacked against him. Um, once the Inner Circle was kind of banned from ringside... I thought, okay, now this is interesting. This can either lead to two ways. Either this will give Mox the actual opportunity to win, or this this leads to maybe a debut or yeah. um, you know, something along those lines. I thought maybe even Jeff Cobb, you know, might be an X factor. Mm-hmm. Maybe we see Brody Lee. Maybe you know, we, we talk see about Archer. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe Archer, which I thought unlikely, but I thought maybe Brody Lee was kind of the kept secret. Uh and that didn't happen. I mean, Sammy G interfered, but it didn't result to to anything in the match. Mox still comes away with the with the victory, um, which was a little surprising to me. But I'm you know I'm ecstatic about it. I think this is great because they can they can go in many directions. This could lead to a a rematch, which I'm not mad about, and I think it would add something a little different with Mox being the champion. So. I think it was exciting. Plus, on top of that, I felt like they had to give to the fans because Cody just lost. And the second he lost, it went silent. Like, people did not expect that. It, yeah. You know, it was reminiscent to Undertaker losing at WrestleMania. People were just looking like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, people had their hands in the air. Like, Especially the way he lost, too. Yeah, exactly. It was like, what the fuck? Which was awesome, by the way. Awesome. When you catch the fans off guard, I think that's great. But uh, I felt like this was sort of the rebound. Is okay. You know, we, we kind of... We kind of took that one away from you, but we're gonna give you this one. So I wasn't, I wasn't mad about that. I thought, I thought it worked out great. Yeah, it was not going to be a uh, clean sweep for the heels tonight. I just want to say, John Moxley, he puts his body through so much punishment, and like you said during the show, like you're worried for him, like you're concerned yeah. for his future. But right now, I don't know. Like no one really. Like, we have stars getting that mega pop, and he's getting a pop that's on that level, but no one exudes, like, the passion for AEW or even for wrestling as he does at this moment. He just gets so much joy being in that ring and having, like we say constantly, the chains off of him, being free in there. Mm. And I think it's so rewarding that less than a year ago, he was miserable in WWE and now you saw after the show with the post match promo how happy he is to be in this by an AEW. It became it was a full circle. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And I really felt like that was really from the heart. Oh yeah. And definitely. everything you just mentioned about the chains being broken and you know him feeling more free and it is deserving that he wins the title. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But like you said before, you know, I did say I, I am concerned for him because he does wrestle a lot, wrestle often, and wrestles hard. Mm-hmm. He's a brawler. And so he's he's always going out there, you know, giving hard shots and taking hard shots. Uh, you know, we see tonight, he's going to need a couple of stitches in oh, his yeah. head. 
So that's the only thing. I mean, in his past two, you know, CZW, he's had some crazy fucking matches. Yeah. WWE even. Like, yeah, even in not, WWE he did. It's not act like he wasn't in crazy TLC matches and crazy ladder matches and what was it, the Ambrose Asylum match? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this yeah. guy's done it all, but I think, like you said, is that he just truly fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. Truly loves it. He's just driven strictly on the passion. It's Obviously, it's not a money thing. It's not. It's really the passion of professional wrestling. Like he said, professional wrestling. Being given back to the fans. Now, this was a show where they gave back to the fans. You could tell, like, from... The interaction with the fans to just the match quality, the stories being told. It was like a big like coming out party for AEW and just like a thank you to everybody. I love being a wrestling fan, but I love being a wrestling fan even more when I'm acknowledged for being a fan. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, I feel that we've grown. And I, I hate, I, you know, this is supposed to be the revolution uh, uh, podcast. And I, I'm going to bring up WWE yet again. But it's only because of of how noted it is right now with them, you know, kind of blowing it with the Fiend and, and Goldberg and whatnot. So, yeah. I mean, it's just it's a hot topic, and so it's really hard to not compare the two. But in WWE, you're sort of taken for granted. You know, it's obvious that it's a money thing, and that they care more about the entertainment and you know who's gonna attract more more uh, eyes at, at WrestleMania and how can I get more money from it? You know, we're going to move out of arenas and go into stadiums and, you know, everybody gets lost in the shuffle. And I feel like in AEW, they truly are, like, they truly are appreciative of their fans. And I felt like tonight, exactly like you said, that they, they show it. And I think on a week-to-week basis, they show it. And at their pay-per-views, they show it even more. Yeah, all weekend they've shown it. This this show took place at the C2E2 comic book convention in Chicago. And prior to the show yesterday, they had a panel where they had a Q&A with the fans. They sat down and they told the story of All Elite Wrestling and then had Q&A sessions with the fans. They do meet and greets. Before every show, they're doing meet and greets. These are not things that you see on a constant basis with WWE. Do they do appearances? Yes. Do they do Q&As and do comic book conventions? Yes. But when is WWE running a big pay-per-view in the convention to give back to the fans that are at that convention and just saying thank you? Like, that's something that you see only in AEW. Yeah, I, I truly feel with AEW, like, my voice actually matters. Yeah. You know, with, with WWE, I, I give up. I, I'm i done complaining or, oh, I want it to be like this or it shouldn't be like that. Like, you know, yeah, every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll get into a moment and, you know, I'll... I'll voice my opinion and get upset, but it feels almost pointless. It's pointless because it's like, like you, you were sort of saying before, it, 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 their plan is already set. So it doesn't matter what the fuck you think or say. The plan is the plan. The guy is the guy. You know what I mean? It's, it's like set in stone. That's it. It's like a, it's like a horse with blinders. Mm-hmm. We don't give two shits about what you think or what you say. You still watch, you still pay. That's all I care about. I don't care if you fucking enjoy it, but when AEW, it's like, yeah, we, we can't give you, you know, all the faces win, you know, all the heels lose, but we're going to give you an entertaining show and we're going to get you involved and we are going to reward you from time to time. And the things that you don't like, we cut them out. We don't, we, we've seen that. Yeah. The Nightmare Collective is gone. I mean, I was going to say some other things too, but the Nightmare Collective is gone. But yeah. I like, mean, Sakura is not wrestling every week. You know, I'm yeah. getting, I'm, I'm pretty happy. We got action figures on its way. Exactly. There's talks of a video game on its way. And it's just really, really fresh. Well, it's refreshing to see a company catering to the fan base that is paying the money to see them. And I just want to say, talk about seeing them. I'm so excited for this Wednesday to see the follow-up of these stories these matches, everything that culminated in this pay per view, I'm so excited to see the follow up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm, I'm truly excited to see where the elite goes. I think that's very interesting. I'm curious as to where Mox goes from here, uh, and vice versa, where uh, Jericho goes from here. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to mention. Um, it's a, it's. A little bit of a downside was uh, the Statlander and Nyla Rose match. It wasn't bad, but um, it wasn't great either. Uh, one thing I, I just wanted to point out was I just feel like Nyla Rose gets a little, I don't know, gassed. Because a lot of her moves are not 
strong or hard hitting. And that's something I would expect from her, you know, the native beast. And so I just feel like, it, I just wish that she would just turn it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to see a little bit more of, of that rough, hard hitting in your mouth, you know, a Smash Mouth style. Um, just because she has the size and she is m- more than capable of doing that. Yeah. So I thought that would have made it a little bit more interesting to me. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm really high on, on Chris Statlander. I think she has a lot of talent. I think her character is is really good. I, I like this whole, you know, from another galaxy and even the entrance. Yeah. Um so I I, I, I like where she's going. But um yeah, I mean even that match was was entertaining. I just wish I would have saw Nyla Rose kind of step it up a little bit. Yeah. But all in all, like this show just I guess it was captivating. It really was captivating and it, it gets me excited about pro wrestling again. I'm so glad that we have an alternative to 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 rely on. You know, if if plan A fails, you have plan B. And you know what's so great about today is because it's not just AEW and it's not just, you know, NXT, the WWE brand, you know, you got MLW, you know, New Japan, ROH. Impact, There's yeah. yeah, impact still. You know, it, it, it really is, you know, something for everybody. If you're just a fan of wrestling, like, you have something for everybody. But I really do feel that AEW is a melting pot. You you said that, I think... Uh, like, two weeks two, ago, yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago. And that's what it feels like. It does feel like there's a little something for everybody. And in this show, we had, you know, the, the, the comedic spots. We had, you know, the hard hitting. We had the the surprise upset. You know, we had the... the crazy match you know that's like match of the year it was just like it was something for everybody so how could you not like this i don't get it i don't any hate that i hear i just i really don't understand like what are you watching and what are you expecting because if you're looking for a spectacle if you're looking for a circus then continue watching raw and smackdown yeah and you know what if you find a way to hate this then I don't want to be friends with you because you obviously are hating things just to hate and you're just looking for negativity and things that there's no negativity in. And I think if you're people like us, you see how like AEW is really a real revolution right now in the professional wrestling because right now professional wrestling is reaching another renaissance period because of the all the alternatives that we have and it's being spearheaded by AEW. Now, if you want, like you said, if you want just... One show in town, and that's how it is in the industry. Then you know what? Continue watching that one show that was in town. But you know what? If you want difference, if you want something that is more fan friendly and more interactive with the fans, and if you want your voice to be heard, then please tune in every Wednesday on TNT. And by the way, we do not get paid by AW in any way. In any way, it's yeah. just. <laughs> It's really refreshing. I, yeah, I started to yeah. kind of think about this. Like, this kind of sounds like an ad or like a, a promo. Like, no, no, no. We, we we honestly don't. It's just that this this show was just phenomenal. And AEW, probably since the start of this year, has really been hitting on all cylinders. I've been saying that every week, but I'm not wrong. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm not wrong on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm very pleased. I, I think that they're doing so many things uh, right and I just feel like when they're not, they've shown the ability to get better or to either scrap it. They, they, they recognize their wrongs and don't try to just ignorantly just keep going through. You know what I mean? Just keep yeah. making multiple wrongs just to prove that you're right. It's stubbornness that I see sometimes in, in other quote-unquote promotions. But with this one, I, I felt like, you know, hey, if we're not doing something right, we're either going to get it better or we're going to scrap it. And... They're constantly adjusting. So it makes me really excited for what's to come. And I'm excited for this Wednesday. Yeah, I am beyond excited for this Wednesday. And it's truly because there's so many questions still unanswered. I thought I was getting all the answers in the show. I thought I was getting the exalted one. I thought I was getting who's turning on who in the elite. I thought I was going to get where... I thought I was going to know where Mox Jericho goes after this and... To be honest, I don't know anything, and it makes me extremely excited for this Wednesday. And you enjoyed the pay-per-view, right? Nah. I actually <laughs> hated it. After hearing all that, the show sucked. No. Definitely enjoyed the pay-per-view. I'm going to give it a strong 9.999 out of 10. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm willing to take the risk and give it a 10 out of 10. It was absolutely phenomenal, and I have all the same questions that you have. So I'm excited for next Wednesday, and I hope you guys are as well. Continue listening, guys. We'll see you Wednesday. Enjoy.
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley. With premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.